Hello, this is Psychic Gary Spivey, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Tapping In with Gary Spivey. These are some interesting calls from radio listeners I got this week. Over the years, I've had people tell me, I was healed by listening to you on the radio. You explained to this lady how to solve her problem, and I realized, wow, that was mine too. And we can solve our problems by listening to other people get their problems solved. Well, I think it works that way, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. The world's greatest psychic, Gary Spivey, is here. Gary, are you in a car right now? No. Are you? Oh, you're on the boat. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. You know what that is? It's because sometimes that air conditioning unit on the boat sounds. It'll make it sound like you're in a car initially, and then we go, "No, Gary's on the boat," <laughs> which is always good. Because uh, Gary, are you sitting on the on the back right now, looking out yeah, over yeah, the water? I, oh. Yeah, I'm like sitting uh, on the back. You can actually go to Facebook and check it out. I'm I'm, I'm sort of like. In that sort of same space, <laughs> uh, it makes him super psychic, Spivey, which I love. Yeah, which every which everybody loves. Um, so everything's good. You haven't met Aaron yet. This is um, surrogate top ten finalist number nine. Hi, Gary. Oh, great. Hi. Where do you see this relationship with this Joe going for Aaron? She won't ask, so I will. Where do you see it going with Joe? They've been together for a little over a year. They've already moved in together. Um, so they're doing it on the regular, and um, there's children involved. How many kids? Three. Three kids involved. Uh, do you see them going the distance? Or after Aaron's faux pas of saying that she was single earlier this morning, are they doomed? Well, here's what I'm, I'm really seeing. I, I think that this guy's a superstar. I think he's he awesome. Is. And uh, I think that the only thing she has to do, you know, if I, if I heard the words in my head, I would tell you to shut the up uh, that's what i would say where he's concerned in other words like don't go to issues don't go to being passive aggressive you used to have those problems really bad right yeah yes yeah you're a control freak from you know where it, you know all these things that, and so so all you got to do is, is just surrender and chill out and go and allow if you allow uh, this will be the relationship of your lifetime it'll be your soulmate you'll never go anywhere but this particular wonderful spot and uh, I see you guys rocking in rocking chairs and being very happy and also being very wealthy uh, later he's going to come into some crazy money I don't know how he does it but I see it happening and so uh, you know it, it's everything can I tell you something else if you take that same advice put that into the show you could be coming into $2,500 from Dollar Loan Center. Just allow. Just allow. Let that, it, it, was, it was very interesting. I was like, oh, this, it, he's, it, shut up. Don't over talk. Show your personality. I was like, oh, this is all relevant to the show. And you're right. Come into the money. Well, yeah. I'm excited. Thank you, Mr. Spivey. <laughs> no, just Gary's good. But oh, you're, thank you're, you, Gary. Yeah. You're, here, here's what I see. You're really, uh, you, if you That's allow great. yourself to be you, uh, you're as big or bigger of, the, of a superstar than he is. Uh, so you guys have two stars together, which is very powerful. In other words, be one with him. Uh, when you're passive aggressive with him, you're none with him instead of one. You just want to be one with him. Uh, don't capitalize. You. He's got one difficult, there's one difficult child, right? One child that's a little difficult. Yes. Okay. Don't Don't make a big deal out of that. Just, you know. Just turn the volume up. Love the child more than the child is difficult. That'll be a little hard, but you'll be able to. Oh, yeah. Okay? That's true. Yeah. 
I can do you, that. You, and she's trained. She's trained. She's a, a special a special education teacher. And you were yeah. with, with. It's not just like you're taking classes with kids who are having you know like remedial or whatever. You're you're working with specific kids. Right. These kids are. They're in a self-contained classroom, and these kids they're they're disabled. They're not learning disabled. It's their behavior that prevents them from being able to meet grade level expectations. So it's my job to try to help them learn how to regulate their behavior and learn strategies to try to get them to close those gaps. Do you have help? Do you have help yes, in Yes, I that have room? an amazing assistant. If you're listening, Miss Adams, I could never do it without you. Thank you. Yeah, because you're like 4'10", and I would think that that's difficult at times. I get it. You're strong like bull. I understand. You're American Ninja Warrior. I get it. It's good. And the kids, it's respect. If you respect them, they'll tend to respect you. And it's about love. It sounds really probably cheesy to a lot of people out there, but my kids are starved for love. And if you love them unconditionally... It's a concept to them that they don't understand, so it confuses them. But then they're like, "Oh, I can still do this, and she'll still take care of me." Veronica, yeah, hold- respond. Oh, yeah. sorry, uh, Veronica, hold tight. We'll get to you in just a second. Let's start with Jessica. So, Jessica, you've been in your relationship for about ten months, and you uh, kind of the whole idea. You want to know where this one's going? Yeah, that's correct. Because he hasn't. I don't know how he feels. Every time I ask him, he just tells me that he has everything's okay, but he's just fearful to even talk about it. As so a as a man, I'm not sure there's anything worse than when a woman comes and says, how are you feeling? Well, I didn't say it like that. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just say, do you like me? Do you not like me? I mean, I mean I'm trying to like go there, but not straight out, how do you feel? Tell me. Yeah. It's the same thing. Uh, here's what, okay. They're one and the same. Uh, I think that you're just de- you're, you're you're with a machismo kind of guy a little bit, and um, um, his, his exactly what Jet says. His his little macho side there won't let him really express how he feels because uh, sometimes guys don't know how they feel. They feel good, but they don't really kind of go there with analyzing their feelings and so uh he really is totally in uh and again uh, this would be almost the same advice as, as you know I, I was talking about earlier just allow uh if you allow uh you, you you're looking for him to punch your your card somehow on being validated and uh okay you say you love me you're in okay now tell me again tomorrow the next day the next day so nothing wrong with needing that and wanting that but with him less is more just allow he does love you he's in he's not going anywhere Okay. Do you see us like moving in together ever? Or uh, I think a little bit later. He's afraid of children. Oh, and I have two kids. <laughs> okay, right. Well, he dun, don't know. Dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, he don't know how to deal with all that. But uh, he's trying to still deal with himself. He thinks he's a child, and he is a little bit. Yeah. But uh, but a little later on, a little later on, just chill out. I don't think you want to live with him right now. I think he'd be too much work, frankly. I think you got too many things to do. <laughs> you don't need another kid. No, I don't. Yeah. And it's yeah. more than physical, right? Because we have an amazing physical connection. But is it yeah. more than I didn't call it Yeah, I think it's a... Uh um, I, I think that's a, a beautiful, that, that's great. And so that's the main part. I think it's wonderful. And uh, I think that you guys kind of end up uh, growing into each other, if you would, in a relationship. Okay. So well, it'll, it'll work. Just chill allow, out and okay. allow. Thank you. You guys have a hey, wonderful weekend. Hey, Jess, really quick, too. How old are you guys? <laughs> He's younger than me. Oh, good for you. He's about six years younger than no, me. Well, that's probably why the other, that's why it's good. Um, <laughs> but how, so how old is he? 37. Oh, well, see, he'll be ready soon enough. Okay. It sounds like Gary's just saying, uh, be patient. Yeah, yeah, about another year. About another year. You don't want him to move in now anyway. You, you would be overwhelmed, uh, and so you don't need that. No, I don't. Yeah. You don't need him messing up your kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, okay. we'll see you. Thanks, Jess. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Bye-bye. All right, uh, Griselda, um, Gary, back-to-back, going to the other side. I don't know if you need to shift yourself in your chair or whatever, you know, but <laughs> just just giving you the heads up. All um, right. Griselda, we're so sorry about your brother. Thank you. How did he pass? Um, he actually passed in a car accident, and we just want to make sure he's okay and if he has, if, did he leave anything pending to tell us? Are you being cryptic? Are you looking for something specific, or, or are you just saying, is there anything? Um, basically, if he has a message, and make sure he's okay. Okay, well, when I look at him, I can find him. Um, he, he is in heaven. Um, he's in transition, uh, which means he's sitting quietly in the garden. And when did this happen? Um, on May 5th. May 6th. Okay, so so many times when people pass away, especially in, in sort of these quick situations that are accidents and, and tragedies like this, uh, they'll go into a transitional state. So I see him sitting in the garden. I see an older man with him. I don't know if that's a father, grandfather, uncle. I'm not sure who he is, but I see an older man with him. And I see a ton of angels, just angels all around him. And so he's in a very good space. And so uh, I usually cannot talk to them in the garden. They tell me to be quiet. If I start to talk to them, the angels will go. Oh, shh, be quiet, you know. And so, uh, but he's he's there, uh, and he's he's fine. I sense that he's very happy that he can breathe. His issue was getting his breath, and so uh, he he has. But I see him being fine there. Uh, I think he was allowed to visit a few people, though. Uh, in that transitional state, sometimes you can come to people, and so I see him going to family members, and it seems like a a younger. Um, child was able to see him. I don't know if that makes any sense, who I'm seeing. It's my, being able- my son is the only young one in the family. Okay. Well, he, he can see him. And, and so, and I feel that's the that felt warm when you said that. And so, so, but he's he's doing good. He's on the other side. The main the main thing is is he's not earthbound. He's not hung in that tragedy, uh, that moment of death. And, and so he is on the other side. I see him doing well. Okay. Okay. Do you see us? Uh, he sees your son. Yeah, yeah he sees your okay. son. Right. All right, Griselda, we got to jump. Thank okay. you, though. Hope that helps a little bit. Okay, thank right. you. Bye-bye. Um, Veronica, the, this hi, is... Hi, Hi, this is funky. So so your co... Oh, wait, first of all, yeah. first of all, my coworker gave me a book, and it was from her son that killed himself. But I've had this really... When I got the book, it was like the disturbing feeling, so I kind of felt he was earthbound, so, so I wanted to make sure I help him. So if you missed that, um, if you if you missed that, Veronica's coworker's son, he committed suicide sixteen years ago. Actually, almost twenty years ago. Okay, um, a long time ago. Right. And then, uh, and then, t- what's this about the book? She gave me a like a candle book from him that she know, she said uh, um, I think you'll like it. So she gave it to me, and I just felt disturbing energy, and I kind of felt it was earth sound. So if he was, I just wanted to help him. Right. Well, you're correct. He is earthbound. I see him uh, choking, and so, and um, and he's holding his head, and he he's just tr- you know trying to get his breath. Um, and so, do you know his first name? Um, Timothy. Tell him to look up. Timothy, look up. Okay. There you go. He's responding. Okay. Tell him to take the angel's hand right now. Right now. Take the angel's hand right now. There we go. Okay. There we go. He did. Tell him to take a step into the light. Take a step into the light. And there you go. Now you got a little dizzy and you got light. Feel that light feeling out everywhere? Feel that? Yes. I'm yeah, getting yeah. so light. <laughs> yeah, you did him a big favor. You did him a big, big favor. Now the book won't be possessed. Actually, when you hold the book now, you'll get really warm touching the book. It's a different different thing. Okay? Well, 
You and um, she said she felt him. Is that is that possible? Yeah, she. I'm sure she did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when an earthbound spirit, you'll feel them. It's, but it's a discord. It's not a happy feeling. It's a horrible feeling, and so um, everything will be calmer, nicer, better, and so and with the whole family. So you did him a huge, huge favor. Okay, honey. Thank you so much. You guys have a good day. Thank Goodbye. you, you too, Veronica. Wow, and God, they've had to live with that for so long. You know yeah. what I mean? Hey, you know what, Gary? We finally, um, we finally buried my mom. No. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Is she happy? <laughs> Is she happy to be home? She's laughing. Yeah. Yeah, she's just laughing. I was wondering why she's laughing. So she's laughing so hard. I'm trying to get her. She's laughing. Uh, she, she's just laughing. She, she, oh, she's just laughing. She says, none of the, she says, she says, I'm happy if you're happy. She yeah. says, uh, she says, she just smiles and says, I'm happy if you're happy. She says, that don't matter. It just matters that you're happy where you are. She's talking about how happy she is where she is. Uh, she's telling you to thank you for everything you do. You know what that is. Uh, thank you for helping. She says, thank you for helping. So she's just going on and on. She's, she's very proud of you. She loves you. She's just going on and on and on and on and on and on. There was, you could. I think you were talking to her. I think while you're doing this process, she says she was talking to you, and you you could actually hear her. She's telling me that. So well, that, that happens every so often. Yeah. Okay. She yeah. said that was really her. She said that's really me. <laughs> yeah. I know. You know? <laughs> I know. You yeah. trust me. Over the last umpteen million years that we've done this, that we've been friends. Yeah. You've. You've walked me through the process. Yeah, no, no. She's really talking to you, though. Hey, and let, let Gary do that for you, too. 1-800-827-GARY. 1-800-827-G-A-R-Y. Um, can we catch up again next Thursday? Yeah, great. All right, buddy. Have All a great right. week. Hey, you guys. All right, Bye. we'll see you. The world's greatest psychic, Gary Spivey. GarySpivey.com as well. G-A-R-Y-S-P-I-V-E-Y.com. <laughs> And we say good morning to Gary Spivey. How are you, Gary? Yeah, I'm great. Good morning. So far, how was your summer going? Uh, really good. Really T- good. Today, today we realized that we're kind of halfway through it. Oh, my gosh. How's that possible? Oh, wow. Where'd it go? It yeah. seems like it just started. <laughs> and, Gary, today you are where in the world? Uh, I'm in Florida today. I'm on the boat in Florida. On the boat. On yep. the boat. How's the boat? Floating, I hope? Yeah. Okay. No, it's, it's good. good. It's really, really good. All right, so we, we got t- we got tons of people who want to ask questions. By the way, if you don't get on with Gary, let me call let me the number you can call that boat, one eight hundred eight two seven Gary. That's one eight hundred eight two seven Gary for a private reading. All right, we start out with Ada this morning. Hi, say hi to Gary Spivey and ask your question. Good morning. Good morning. Say hi to Gary and ask your question. Hi, Gary. Uh, I just want to know if my daughter is going to be able to get pregnant, and if she is, what is the sex going to be? Okay, well, first of all, I saw a little boy, okay? Uh-huh. And so that means that, obviously, she got pregnant. <laughs> so, so yes. Yes, I see a little boy. Do, 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 you see only one little boy? Uh, well, I didn't look further than that. You asked, was she able to get pregnant? And she, right. you asked the sex of it. Uh, will she have more? Uh, she'll have two. Yeah, a little boy, then a little girl. So, yes, she'll be able to get pregnant. Uh, not as likely. She'll get be able to get pregnant sort of every other month. She does have a problem on one side, um, one side, one ovary, but the other side is fine. And so I see her being able to get pregnant. Not a problem. Uh, good, good luck, Ada. Okay, thank you so much. All okay, right, bye-bye. 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 Let's go to Bill. Good morning. Say hi to Gary and ask your question. Hey, good morning. Morning. Um, what happened was I'm a guy that never gets sick, ever. No flu, no cold. I called in sick and... Uh, June 24th, 2002, and uh, I decide 
I'm going to stick my hand in a bag of CDs, pick out a random CD, and just listen to that same CD all day. Well, there was an obscure guy named Tony Lamont. He was a Prince protege or something way back when. Only had one album in 89. Okay. Well, what happened was, I go, hey, that was pretty good. So I go on the internet and I'm searching. There's nothing. No more music, no nothing. So I'm searching. Something saying, keep searching, keep searching. So finally, a blurb comes up that says, Tony Lamont, a singer, dies in a motorcycle uh, crash June 24th. Uh, well, this was 19... Uh, June 24, 2002, he died in 1992. So, Bill, what's your and specific question? So, my question is, ever since then, every date associated with this guy, including that death, it just, it, it, it correlates with me. And I'm trying to figure out what it is. Wow. Some kind of parallel okay. universe work in here, huh? Yeah. 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 Well, sometimes you can key things in. You know, you can do something that, you know, that kind of keys it in. And, uh, and, and there's then a, a certain type of demon that is attached to it uh, that's an obsessive-compulsive demon, and it'll make things roll around and line up. Uh, can line up good or bad, uh, but, but it, it's sort of a, an obsessive-compulsive thing, and so I can get rid of that if you want me to. Okay. Okay. There we are. I just did. You'll find now that uh, the, the, you'll notice those patterns don't, uh, don't continue. So, good luck. So, Bill, okay, so I just want to be square on this. So, this whole thing started when the first day you were ever sick was on 624, and then it happened to be the date that this guy also died, and that's the first date that lined up, and then after that, it just keeps popping up like that weird stuff. Yeah. Huh. All right. Just don't get sick again. Yeah. (laughs) It's not good for people. All right. Listen, good luck to you, Bill. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Good luck, pal. Let's jump over to Regina. Good morning. Say hi to Gary and ask your question. Good morning, Gary. Um, I've, I've been going through a lot, uh, I guess in my own, in my own thoughts and within my own self and I've asked my husband for a divorce and I just want to know, what do you see? I don't know. Well, here's, here's what I'm seeing. I don't know if you really want a divorce. I think in your mind, you may think you want a divorce. But I think mm-hmm. you're being—I think you're being passive aggressive and being a little bit of a, you know, a little dramatic and a little bit of a victim. You sort of feel like a victim, right? Yes. Okay. And so, well, if I read your drama on a scale of one to ten, what do you think the number would be? Ten being the greatest. What do you think the number would be? Ten. Mm-hmm. Forty. <laughs> okay. So you're okay. dealing with a lot of drama, and drama is not the truth drama is drama drama is acting you see so i just see that you got you've got a lot of drama things you're going on a scale of one to ten anything above an 11 is victim status drama so you've moved into this victim status if your husband gives you a divorce you will be very very saddened you will freak out and realize oh my god 911 what have i done and so that's what i see so i think you should rethink all of this and go to the vibe of truth and not to the vibe of drama and or victim. Move out of the victim status. To, you know, you should wake up every day, look in the mirror, and say, "I will not be the victim. I will not be the victim." You see, and uh, but I believe you'll you'll be a whole lot better. I got rid of some dark energies that go all the way back to your mother, and I got rid of them. I think you're going to feel a whole lot better. Okay. You should I'll rethink your divorce. You should really rethink the divorce situation. He may grant your wish, and if he does, you're going to freak because hmm. I don't think you really want that. That's what I see. Okay. Okay. All right, Richard. Okay, good luck. Good luck to you. Okay. Good luck. 
Thank you. Let's jump right back into questions with Renee. Good morning. Say hi to Gary and ask your question. Good morning. Good morning. My, my boyfriend and I are on a break, and I'm wondering if we're going to work things out. Um, yeah, I think you'll work them out, and then I think you'll go on a break, and then I think you'll work them out, and then I think you'll go on a break. <laughs> And then I think you'll work them out. And then I think you are you with the routine? Yeah, right. Trying to break that habit. But that's the habit you guys have, right? Um, a little bit. He's a little bit of a fraidy cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um, you 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 have to get out of the passive aggressive swing uh, because uh, you guys are in the one upping kind of thing. You know, like he may be a. You know, maybe you know you're trying to push him a little bit. Uh, he's pulling back. Uh, it's it's more it's more the energy of let me one up you than to be one with you. And so I think if you if you kind of chill out, just allow. Um, I think that he's really a great guy, and I think I, I believe that you'll really end up in, with the type of relationship you're looking for. But uh, you 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 are very passive aggressive, and you're not really aware of it. And he's also passive aggressive, and so and so you guys have to not play that one up game, but just uh, be together and allow. You will get back together with him uh, after about four more times of this, you know, splitting up or getting upset or going on the break thing. Uh, then you guys will stay apart and never be together again. Oh. And that's really not what you want to have happen, right? No. Okay, you got about four more times of this, and that's it. So. Rather than to go get close to the edge of the cliff, how about just don't do that? Just allow. No, he really can be your guy, uh, but you have to sort of let him do things on his terms, on his time, and uh, and then I see things working out really good. He does love you, if that helps. Okay? Well, that's good. That's good, um, yeah. I've been having some healing done for both of us. Um, you see that working? No, I think you need to stop being passive-aggressive. Healing's great, but sometimes it's just a mental decision a decision to not be passive aggressive. That's your. Yeah. That's your. I've that would been be. backing off. I, I've just been letting him be right now. Uh, right, but you need to be with him, holding his hand, and letting him be. Okay. <laughs> you know? yeah, so you're running be, away, yeah, stomping your feet, absent. looking over your shoulder. That's what you're doing. I'll work okay? on it. All right, Renee. Good job, Thank Renee. you. Renee, good, good luck. luck. Good luck to you guys, okay? Thank you. All right, okay. bye-bye. And let's wrap it up with John. Good morning. Say hi to Gary and ask your question. How you doing? This is Johnny. Good. What's your question? Hey, every once in a while when I'm working, I see someone staring at me in the corner of my eye. And I was wondering, right. is that my guardian angel? Uh, well, kind of like that. This is an older guy. I don't know if this is your grandfather but it, or an uncle, but it's somebody that actually was in your family that passed. And so, my uncle Michael. Uh, I see him go thumbs up, and he did a little dance. <laughs> he was crazy, right? Uncle he was Michael. Funny. Yeah. Little little touch. Yeah, that sounds like him. Yeah. Well, he's funny. He, but he's uh, he's around in spirit, and uh, he he says, "I'm watching you," but in a good way. He's like your guardian angel. So he's. I always considered him my dad because he watched after me when I was a youngster. Yeah. And right before he died, I watched after him. Uh, he Maybe says, that has uh, something to do with it? Uh, it has everything to do with it. He says he loves you, and he said he really appreciates you. He said he's got your. He said he got. He's got your back. He's pretty cool. He goes, I got your back. <laughs> he's way cool, man. Yeah. I, he's a very positive guy, and I got a lot of his attributes from him. Yeah. No, it's all good. He's with you. Okay. Hey, can he be my dad? Uh, 
in you know in spirit i think he's really close with you like a dad but not really your dad okay thank you all right next goodbye. time you, next time you feel him staring at you, you. Oh, yeah okay there you go. <laughs> good all luck right. johnny have a good day okay <laughs> Thank you. All Bye-bye. right. All right. If, if you didn't get out with Gary, uh, 1-800-827-GARY. That's the number you can call for a private reading. 1-800-827-GARY. Rings right there on the boat in Florida. 1-800-827-GARY. <laughs> you can also check out Gary's website at GarySpivey.com. Hey, Gary, we'll talk to you next Tuesday. You have a great day, okay? Great, guys. I'll see you then. Thanks, right. Gary. Back with Psychic Gary Spivey on the Dave Ryan in the Morning Show. We want to help you out. This is what we do. Gary Spivey is here to help you out. Sophie... Here he is. What are you going to ask, Gary? Hi, Gary. Hi. Uh, so I've been seeing someone, and um, as soon as we made it official, um, a lot of people have been trying to like get involved and break us apart. So I was wondering what's going on with that. Well, I think you know you got to be careful of friends that aren't friends, and and sometimes you have friends that are jealous friends, and the jealous friend is really not a friend, and so because they just wish you bad, and uh, I just see people jealous of you guys because you guys are really happy, right? Yeah, we are. I feel like he's like my soulmate. I think he's your soulmate. I think the same. I just see it being a great situation. When I said that, I felt you get warm all over. Feel that feeling, honey? You know. Yes. And so you're in love, and he's in love back. And so don't pay any attention to your friends and just write them all off if they keep it up. <laughs> it's really simple. So what are they doing? Are they saying yeah. that you're no good for each other, or he's no good for you, or he's cheating, or what do they say? They come up with stuff, right? What they keep saying is they're trying to make me look bad, because apparently one of the girls whose friend's ex apparently had a thing for him that I didn't know. How old are you guys, anyway? Um, I'll be 26. This is so high school. I can't believe that this is this is crazy. Exactly, and I mean, he lives out of state, so I don't know why they'd be causing drama since Mm -hmm. they're not, you know, hurting anyone else. Wow. Good luck. Stay out of the drama. What can you do? Um, More questions on the phone. It's Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Here's Gary. Go ahead. Hi, Gary. Um, my question is about my neighbor. My neighbors are um, just in the process of getting divorced, and the husband is pretty much going crazy over it, and he's been threatening to people he feels as close to his wife, especially women, that he feels like it's our fault that, you know, she's taking that step to getting a divorce. And about a month ago, I had a dream that I was told in my dream by somebody that my neighbor was going to kill me. And I accepted that in my dream as just that's how I was going to die, and I was at peace with it. And I'm just wondering if you have insight into that. Well, I don't see your neighbor killing you. But I think that you're you're smarter than to really get in your neighbor's face. You're not spending any time with him, right? Right. But right. he's he's very close and yeah, and they've been close friends. Yeah, I got it, but I don't see him killing you, so there we are. But uh uh the person that told you that was trying to warn you that you could get killed if you got too much up in it. In other words, like try to stay out of it. Wow. You know? Uh, let okay. let them do their thing and just live as a neighbor, you know, but try not to get all up in it. And that was your father or grandfather that came to you and told you that. Okay. So they're okay. getting a divorce, and he's so upset and controlling that he actually thinks that you neighbor ladies put the girl up, put the woman up to it. Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah. what he thinks? Yeah. There's got to be yeah. somebody. That's the, cra- that's the craziest just, ish ever. Yeah, but he just he's got to blame it on someone. Yeah. Well, right. So, and it could be it. himself, yeah. Right. Wow. That, there's some 
Gary, are there some effed up people in the world or well, what? Well, the drama's getting louder. I mean, the volume's getting really turned up on I the think volume. You're right. I think there are yeah. more effed up people in the world now than I remember in my entire life. Well, you know, the drama's, everything's becoming more polarized, Dave. Either you're on a really high high yeah. or you're on a really So we're all bipolar. Well, uh, it's getting that way. No, not all. A lot of people are just high all the time and they live a very happy, normal life and sure, they yeah. enjoy their world. And so, and then people are just really miserable. And so, but you can find your way out How of that. How do you convince people that that you get one chance how do you convince people that you get one chance and then you're dead forever how do you convince people that if you live your life you decide to be miserable and unhappy and resentful your entire life that one day you'll be dead but you'll have lived your entire life miserable how do you convince people well, a lot of times people don't well you i think first of all dave you have to be spiritual and see that's what i, I teach at my seminar is, is i teach people how to get it you know and uh, and basically you have to fill yourself full of light you have to attach and and even when you die dave you're not dead you really do go to heaven and and a lot of times people you know that i see it that it's very sad because i talk to dead people on the other side all the time and it's really sad when they only wake up when they die sometimes people live their whole life and they're miserable and they make other other people miserable yeah. around them yeah. their whole entire life and then they die and suddenly they get it because see their their demons but don't. then you're dead and it's too late well it's too late to do it here but actually on the other side they do become aware of oh wow that was terrible i should have done it different yeah. you know okay so. all right okay fallon what do you got on email um, when we were really little, my dad used to travel for his job and was gone a lot while my mom stayed at home and took care of us kids. We lived in a rural uh, rural area, so we didn't have many neighbors around us either. The thing is, my mom would get these really scary phone calls from an own, unknown man who would say things like, I know you're home alone. She was terrified, and the strange thing is that he continued to call randomly for years. This was back before caller ID, and it wasn't easy for the telephone company to track calls. Can you tell me who was doing this to my mom and why? Um, well, you know, when I, when I look at it, it's, it's someone that was a good friend of the father. It was almost like a best friend and he was of a religious nature. He was either like a deacon in the church or a preacher or priest, but it's the energy of that. And so that'll make a lot of sense. There was a a priest or preacher that was really close in with the family and it was uh, his crazy fantasies calling and playing this game. That's messed That's up. Kind you of sick, right? all along with That's kids really crazy. in a rural area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some sicko decides that it's going to be entertaining to him yeah. to call and scare like that. It's terrible. Um, all my sisters and I have never had a boyfriend. Although we are on the chubby side, we have great personalities and we aren't ugly. What is wrong with us? Do we have a family curse? I met a guy at work and I'm just wondering, do we have a future together? That is odd that none of them had, have had boyfriends and there are three of them. Uh, sometimes you'll see that in families, mm-hmm. um, but and, and you know they call it the old maid curse, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. But what what I'm seeing is, I think that uh, really there it's for different reasons. You know, it feels like one of the sisters may Lynn, kind of be more into uh, girls and don't know it. Okay, it feels like one of the the uh, sisters may have this. In, she's insecure because she thinks she looks too tall, too short, too skinny, too fat. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like too something, yep. and so it's insecurities. The the one I'm talking that wrote the the email to you has to do with just her being afraid and in denial. And so she has people approach her, and then she'll go, "Oh no, you don't like me." Mm-hmm. No, so it's just a big denial thing. Okay, but I see her hooking up and getting married, so that's good news. So the guy she's working with, maybe uh, there's a good chance that could work. Okay. All she's got to do is get out of denial, get out of your way, go on a date, okay, check it out, and it looks like it could be real. Cool, thanks. 
Gary, text message. About a year ago, my parents bought a cabin. They recently told me the neighbor is a registered sex offender. I have a young daughter. I'm concerned about visiting the cabin. Do I need to be aware of any particular behaviors? They need to be concerned. Well, always be aware and always be concerned. Um, but I don't see that there's an issue that I don't see a connection. I just don't see there will ever be an issue. Okay. Not feeling one. So okay. that's good news. Let's talk to Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Hi. You're on with Gary. Go ahead. Okay. So my question is, um, I have this really good friend of mine, and me and him have been friends for a long time now, and we've been doing things with each other. Well, over the weekend, um, him and my one friend actually, I think, were fooling around. They both have two different stories. So my question is, who's telling the truth? And right now, I'm not talking to either one of them, and I'm kind of wondering if I'm able to repair any of the friendships. Well, I, you know, I think that um, neither one are really telling the truth, you know. Okay. And so, but however, uh, it's not like you're really going steady with the guy, right? Yeah. That you're not. You're not. Right. right. So it's just a casual relationship. But when yeah. you're in a casual relationship, it's a casual relationship. And they, you know, these people sleep with other people. I don't think yeah. it was ever a monogamous relationship. And that's the rules. And, um, even though it hurts your feelings, I mean, I think that you kind of knew this ahead of time, right? Yeah, I kind of did. Okay. All right. Yeah. So well, they say that, that there's um, booty call and then there's friends with benefits. Yeah. Are you friends with benefits or are you a booty uh, call? Um, I was hoping I'd be the friend with benefits. See, that's the I problem. When, down, when you're friends with benefits, call. yeah, well, to him, you're a booty call. But when somebody's friends with benefits, there's respect. Well, always kind somebody, of. Uh, somebody always wants to be more than friends, mm. yep. and that's kind of what ruins it. And it sounds like you want to be more than friends. Good luck, Gary. We're out of time. I'm bummed. Oh, did you have a good you. time today, Gary? I had a great time. Okay, good. Yeah, of course I did. Um, call Gary and get a uh, private reading. You can call him at 800-827-GARY or online, GarySpivey.com, S-P-I-V-E-Y.com.